0: Hello, 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 hello. I'm Jen Mm Hecht, chairwoman of the Dating Advisory Board and your host of the Best Damn Lunch and Learn Ever. Thank you guys for tuning in today. We have the amazing and brilliant Esther Boykin on the show today. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for being here. I just love her. She's so smart and we're going to really talk. (laughs) She is. She has amazing advice. All relationship. And let's talk about your company. So you have, you're the owner of Group Therapy. So can you tell the audience a little bit about
1: Group Therapy? Sure. (laughs) So, Group Therapy Associates. It's a uh, psychotherapy practice and coaching. We also offer coaching and some events. We've got two office locations in Northern Virginia. I am actively working on our DC location for later this spring. So, oh, we'll have three offices in the area that people can work with. Um, I've got a team of nine therapists currently, and then we also do. We run something called Therapy Is Not a Dirty Word. So that's like a whole bunch of social events because we. I like to get my therapists and all my therapist friends. Out in the community so we and do. I have
0: been to one and they are awesome I'm talking to I mean, you, everybody gets engaged they answer questions that are on their mind and we're gonna get into those here yes. too. but so talk a little bit so uh, your, your office in DC so are you gonna cuz I know that you did a really cool thing While well, she be, you'd be sitting outside yeah so talk about that while I try to share this I'm not ignoring okay. everyone I'm just trying to share sure. this on here so
1: in addition to all my work as a therapist and in, in running group therapy associates um, and therapy is not a dirty word I'm also the DC area coordinator and the press coordinator for sidewalk talk so sidewalk talk is That's, this yeah. nonprofit community listening project? And so now that the weather's starting to get warm, you will see us out in DC, Virginia, Maryland. Um, we're in Bethesda and downtown Silver Spring quite yeah. a bit, um, and yeah, we just come out and listen. It's it's a really awesome way for me to practice my listening um, and just sort of being All present right. and connecting with people. Um, we're always looking for volunteer listeners. So if you're looking yes. for a way to kind of maybe practice some of the skills that we'll talk about today, Sidewalk Talk is actually a really great way to do that and also give back to your community. So yeah. that's at Sidewalk I know, I Talk. I love that, there. yeah,
0: Sidewalk Talk. I mean, but think about that. And there's so many people that are maybe afraid to you know, have this kind of stigma like, well, I don't need help. I don't need therapy. I don't need, you know, this, but that is, couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, everybody has something that they need to work on personally. Absolutely. We
1: all always have something we need to be working on. And frankly, we all want to be heard. I mean, that's really as human beings, we are wired to be connected to other human beings. And I think a lot of times we, we get in this culture of like independence and we Mm -hmm. forget the fact that really we're, we're meant to be as interdependent. We are meant to have, a lot of connection and a lot of, and a circle of relationships in our lives to, in order to be yeah. healthy right? yeah your
0: your board who's on your personal advisory board, absolutely right everybody needs a board everyone needs a board um so as we get into here what are let's talk about one is what are the common issues that you're hearing at your practice um could be for married or single we can go down there but like what are the top five we can kind of go
1: through sure um what you're, what you're hearing. Okay. So I'm going to go, I mean, so we obviously we work with a lot of stuff, but since I'm here today with you, I'm going to talk about top five as it relates specifically to relationship issues. So, um, for a lot of my single clients, the number one thing is really just like, how do I attract X, whatever X is for you. So how do I attract, you know, nicer guys or more emotionally stable women or whatever it is that they feel like basically is the opposite of what they've been attracting. So we talk about that um how can i work on loving myself more which usually runs the gamut from being more confident to changing negative self-talk like it encompasses a lot of different things having better self-care but i would that's probably one of the number one things that i hear about um for couples and even actually for people who are single and trying to date one of the things we do i get a lot as a therapist is also how do i do this while either managing my own mental health so you know one in four or five of us has a mood disorder, whether it's anxiety, um, which runs a wide gamut—social right. anxiety or general anxiety or panic attacks, depression, which has like a wide range—and those things do impact, you know, our ability to be social and either meet people exactly. and date, and it impacts what it's like to be in a relationship. And so, from either side, is whether you're the partner supporting somebody or you yourself are struggling with one of those, um, some of those issues and wanting to know how do I take care of myself, but also still be engaged in my romantic life?
0: Right. And I think a lot of it is, is, you know, putting yourself out there too, Mm -hmm. right? Being comfortable in your own space. Um, Because I think sometimes people have a a tendency to say, well, Oh, I I don't want to date. It's too much. It's too, you know, like, yes not for me I can't do it well it's you're talking yourself out of it for something so like when you're you're hearing that from your clients like what do you say what do you need to work on is it more okay because I I do it one of the questions (laughs) is like how do we move past uh negative self-talk right and so what would you say um you know how can we
1: fix it it. how can we fix it hey. So I would say it, it's a process yeah. I always like to say that up front like it takes time and it takes practice but it absolutely can be different and yeah. so when it comes to there are two things so a lot of times people would be like I've just given up on dating or forget lo- love is not for me and I'm pretty direct in my work and so I always say that's not true right like it's not true and I, I understand and I respect when people are in that space and that's what it feels like but we are all deserving of love. We are all deserving of connection and partnership. Um, I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. That oh, was really? Saying, okay. You well, know, I was just saying to somebody, um, a friend, that you know I do believe that there is someone out there for everyone. Yeah, um, I, I do. The too. challenge is whether or not we put ourselves out there. Uh-huh. Um, to meet that person and whether we're willing to do the work it takes to stay with that person and the truth is I think there's multiple people for all of us you know there's not sort of this single thing right um, in terms of actually like really addressing things like negative self-talk there's a couple of things one um, write it down write down the negative self-talk and then get in a mind space of, and whether you can kind of see yourself in two parts, like the part of me that talks negatively or the part of me that talks positively, or maybe it's like a best friend or someone else who really encourages you, but for every negative statement, really writing down, like, what's the counterpoint to that? You know, um, there's a great Instagram feed and I'm not gonna remember what her name is. Okay, She does all these posts where it's like, you know, basically like my negative self-talk versus my higher self. And so it'll be like, oh, I'm never going to find anybody um, to appreciate me. And then like, what does your higher self say? Your higher self is like, I already appreciate me. And so of course I'm going to attract That's people good. who, you know. Like, right. Cause
0: you me. are what you attract, right? If you're in a negative space, you're going to attract negativity. If you're in a positive space, you're going to, you know, attract positivity. Yeah. Right? and I, I, yeah. Or Like, you know, like, okay, like I'm good. And I think a lot of the times, and you tell me if you're hearing the same, is when you hear the, these women or men saying, like, oh, I'm not going to find him. It's so hard for me to meet people. I can't do it. Um, like, I'm never going to find somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that, do you think that they just need to do a lot of self-work to for the reflection in the mirror? Because we'll get to that in a second. But so- it's...
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a combination. I think that there is, there's always a little bit, there's always some self-work to do. Yeah. And then I think in particular for women, whether it's pre in particular if we start to talk about, like, women of color or women over, like, 35 who are single, like you know uh, if you're divorced if you are a single mom like there is also a social narrative that says yeah. that there are not enough options out there for you right. that you know men don't want you or there's only a few men and so that creates a mindset that says i need to settle for whatever shows up yeah. rather than and do asking not settle people do not settle Tweetable we gotta be clear yes yeah, say you know you Thank have you. to say this is what i yeah. i this is what i want and if I do, you know, some work on myself, and I can be patient, yeah. I can bring what I want into my life. And when it comes to relationships,
0: yeah, um, and I think that that's the other key thing is, is being patient because we all want every, especially in this society now, is everything is driven like now I need this now I need this out like okay. like seven seconds now to grab someone's untouched online, you know. But now, yeah. like you like, I want this instant relationship. I want this, and I, they're, yes. they're supposed to come here, and they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, right. You um, have to be patient. Yeah, just like in business, like everything's is, success isn't going to happen overnight. You got to put in the work, just like you have to put in the work in relationships. Yes, but you have to have. Then when you're that's a good point. So, what happens when you are in a relationship and one person says, "Well, we don't need work"? Because I actually came across this um, this couple. One wanted to go to counseling. and One's like, "Okay, fine, whatever," but I'm not really into it.
1: So I think that's a ch- I mean, so it can be helpful mm. for like some a couple like that to go and to try it and to find somebody that they connect with, because maybe in that process, the, the partner who's not as engaged in therapy is going to be willing to say, okay, I can see why you're upset. My position is always like, if one of you is unhappy, both of you are unhappy. That's true. And That's so a good that point. It, yeah. And so it does become, are you willing to do the work? And the reality of, of being in a relationship is that you give a hundred percent and you're asking your partner to give a hundred percent in and that will fluctuate, but right. if at some point, one or both of you decides you don't want to put in the effort it takes to work through whatever issues come up or just to kind of maintain the connection. There's not a lot you can do. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and coming to terms with that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because then, it, like, how do you know when to get out? Like, if, if there is a partner that's just like, I'm not communicating, I don't need it, it's all you, there's nothing wrong with me, it's all you. How does that work? I think that dynamic,
1: I see that a lot. So. Just, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it that's the, the, the simple <laughs> answer is that it doesn't, doesn't work. work. It does not exactly. work over the long haul. Um, and so you have to start to ask those questions. So, you know, back to my point earlier about, you know, when individuals are struggling with something like depression or anxiety yeah. or like there's a major life change, then that sense of I don't want to put in the work might be about dealing right. with whatever is happening. But if you can kind of move through that and get some support around that and you can come to your partner from a place of not, it's not me, it's you, no, it's you but really come in a place that says, like, I value our relationship, I value, you know, I love you, I, I yeah. value what we've built together, um, but it's not working right now, Yeah. and I'm willing to do these, you know, five things. Yeah. What are you willing to do? And then figuring out, like, where can you meet in the middle, and if that person says, I'm not willing to do anything, right. then it comes back around to the same questions we need to ask when we're looking for a partner in the first place, or when you're dating, which is, what is it that I want and what is it that I genuinely believe I deserve? And exactly. for all of us, it should be a partner who's willing to be committed.
0: Yeah, to, yeah, and that's committed. Yeah, exactly, to be committed. Um, oh, Eve says, I love that shirt, mm-hmm. Esther. <laughs> oh, Thank she's you. so pretty. Um, all right, guys, if you have questions for Esther, drop them in the comments below. We'll get to them. And then if you know of anyone that may want to be hearing about amazing relationship advice that we're talking about, make sure you share our post. Share it away. Yes, and then share, drop share, your... Share, share, share. Um, so yes, yeah, so here we go. So um, the other one I want to talk about too. When you t- okay, so you're coming back from. Um, uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, sister. I yes, appreciate it that. Yes, it Thanks. Is. Yeah, it was on purpose. <laughs> 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 no. Um, so if you're coming from this negative, so if someone doesn't want to work or work on, work at it, right? You're getting yeah. out there. So and it comes back to choosing the right partner that you want to be with, right? And it does take work and just like give mm-hmm. and take and. Uh, what would you say that singles should be looking out for, core non-negotiables that they have to stick with, right? That that they should not, because most people will say, well, you know, well, just treat me bad, or like to treat yeah. me like, are they treating me bad? Are they treating me nice? Are they being respectful? But like, what do you, well, what do you suggest?
1: Just, I obviously respect and, and general kindness is, uh-huh. I think, should be always a non-negotiable. And then right. after that I think it's really important as an individual to sit down and figure out what are you what are your values. Thank you. And that there should Tweetable be moment.
0: What are your values? Yeah. And then write it down,
1: write write the, write all the write. things that seem important to you. Like yeah. even the things that maybe seem superficial or whatever it is, like write all of them and then really look at that list and go okay, what are the top 3 here? Yeah. Top 2, whatever it is for you and then really ask yourself are these my values yeah. or are these somebody else's values cuz you know i've worked with people where it's like um you know a good example for a lot of individuals is like religion right it's super important to me okay tell me why that like why, why is why that like a non-negotiable for you that they right. be exactly the same religion and for some people it really is like because it's a core part of my life and this is you know it's a big piece of what i do every week and i want a partner who's going to be part of it for a lot of people it's like well that's just how I grew up and so then you start to dig and you go well that's no not, not really yeah reliable. that's not maybe it's not a non-negotiable maybe what's not a non-negotiable for you is that they have some sense of spirituality some right. that they believe in certain core values mm-hmm. around how you treat people or what you do and then that becomes different that opens up your your pool of kind of potential partners right and it also makes sure that they're aligned with you right and and that's really kind of the number one thing in terms of figuring out non-negotiables everybody's non-negotiables outside of respect non-violence
0: yeah Um, there's that
1: yeah, and, and I think mm. honesty. Yeah, I mean, um, that's
0: just normal. Yeah. <laughs> Those should be <laughs> sort of like human qualities. Right, like these should be baseline. <laughs> just things. humans. Just be human. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I think, though, um, talking about five love languages, I wish I knew about that back in, before, I mean, long time that's, ago. Yes. Yeah, so. We love the five so love languages. yeah, exactly, because it does help you communicate better, too. Uh, knowing what your love language is and if you have not done it you can go on Gary Chapman's uh, website and it's like five minutes to take the
1: take, yeah five takes, minutes to take the test and, and you're good yeah I mm-hmm. always tell people I'm like it's a great book by the book but really like you just, you just need, need to take the, take the the, the test, test. Yeah. just yeah. get on the website yeah. take the test. and then, it's then you can great. research it yeah, yeah. exactly he has got like some good like you know email things you can sign up for yeah. or whatever but I think it's not only a good way to figure out how to communicate better with a partner but it's also a really important way for you to start to understand yourself and I always tell people it's like thinking about it in terms of really being like languages, right? So like if, you know, your love language is touch and mine is touch, that doesn't mean that we're doing it like the same things, like Mm -hmm. the same things that matter to me might not matter to you. And so understanding not just like, oh, my, my primary love language is touch or gifts, but then what does that really look like? Just like, you know, they speak English in Canada, they speak English in the UK, they speak English in Australia, they, we speak English here, but we say things differently, right? Right, and that's have, a great we point. We still communicate in, in various dialects, right. and the love languages work the same way. No, yeah, I love that. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I, I know for me, I'm, I'm a tie, nine and niners. <laughs> um, uh, words of affirmation and quality time. Yes. Right, um, mm-hmm. so, but like, so then if someone says something mean to me, then like that's not nice. Like that cuts through me.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. And then that helps you to think too about like non negotiables. Like, yeah, everybody wants to be spoken to nicely. Right. But, you know, I probably I might have a higher tolerance for, you know, sarcasm and people Mm -hmm. making fun of me than you might because words of affirmation are is so core to how you felt valued and loved. Right. That's a bigger non negotiable for you. Like I need you to speak to me even when you're upset in a way that feels right kind and loving and appreciative
0: right because it feels like they're attacking me and yeah. so you know then I attack back <laughs> right? right I mean because it's just a it's a reflex of like well you're being disrespectful to me and I know that's probably not the right way to do it that's why you're here
1: <laughs> so ideally the goal would be is like okay now you know that uh-huh. and so when when you're in a relationship with somebody being able to instead of attacking back being able to say that's that was really hurtful to yeah. me, like I that that might not, not be nice. Yeah. Like what you <laughs> just said to me, you, maybe you didn't take it that seriously, but for me, like that, like cuts to my core. Yeah, exactly. And then that helps that person kind of recognize like, the
0: I didn't, yeah, point. like, Oh, yeah.
1: I'm, you know, like I, my intention wasn't to be right. super hurtful. I was angry and I was just being short with you and, and being able to have a much more intimate conversation about how do we work together.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I love that. Um, so what were some of the other ones? Um, so is there steps the way we can so let's expand on that to communicate better in general. So if there's certain steps, if you find out like, okay, is there like, oh, well, we're about to go off here in some fight or, right, or how do we do it?
1: So I'm big on being intentional. So, okay. you know, if there's an issue you want to bring up, being really intentional, what's my goal in bringing this up and thinking about it like, okay, so if my goal is to really be heard yeah, and to have my partner respond to me in a way that's feels like they're getting it and they're validating right. me then as soon as they walk in through the door from a long day at work is maybe not the best time so we begin to think about like timing and tone of voice yes. and body language oh, I love that. and you know like when you're in bed and like they want to have sex with you like maybe not the time to bring up like why they didn't do the dishes
0: Probably not. Probably not going to go really well. Yeah. Not going to be a fun night. Yeah, exactly. So you need
1: to be really intentional about how we approach conversations. And then also when we're in it, being able to, and a lot of it is, a lot of making communication better is about really working on ourselves, understanding and knowing ourselves. So knowing when you're about to blow up, knowing when it's gone too far, knowing what you need from the other person to make it more productive, and then learning how to make yourself, ultimately it boils down to making ourselves vulnerable and saying, okay, I just need you to hear me. I think, you know, as yeah. women, we, a lot of times are like, I just wanted to vent. I do not need 12 solutions from you right now. Yeah. And, but sometimes you do and like being, learning how to like navigate that and being really direct. You know, our lives are not romantic comedies. Like people do not magically, because they love you, they don't magically know what you want in every conversation. It's true.
0: Like they're not mind readers. They're not. No. No. They and don't it's know. It's not fair to treat no
1: each other as if you are supposed to be, as if yeah. that's a measure of, of love and and affection, because it's not.
0: Right. No. Yeah. And I think that's coming. Like when you're now, how can you shape a question? Because sometimes if you, some people it's like, oh well, you know, go at at mm-hmm. you, and then if you could say it in a different way, I feel it. Cause I remember back in communications class, back in college, right? I feel as though I'm, I'm feeling as though that you're angry with me. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so what you're saying is,
1: yes. so I, you're, I, mad. I, you're mad. You're mad. Okay.
0: <laughs> got it.
1: Got it. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not, everyone, we all like as therapists, there's a, we teach a lot of I statements. I'm not a huge fan of I statements. Okay. Um, because they typically don't translate well when we're in like real life conversation because the idea is like, I feel scared Mm -hmm. that you're going to leave me when you yell at me like that. Right. That's super helpful. But when you're, someone's yelling at you, um, I feel like you're being a jerk because you're yelling at me. (laughs) Yeah. Not the same. Doesn't get the same, you know, like starting it with I doesn't make it better. Yeah. So I, I sort of encourage like getting clued in and really asking yourself how am i feeling right Not how are they making me feel how do i feel
0: that's a great point because how I... are yeah yeah like bringing it back to your space yeah right bringing it back to you know focusing on the reflection in the mirror as you
1: should right like yeah yeah how do i feel and what do i need in this moment yeah. and then how can i ask how can i just say those things so instead of me saying you know you're making me feel uncomfortable being able to say like I feel uncomfortable like I feel whatever it is I feel anxious right now and I just need us to pause this conversation or I really need a hug or I really need to know that you know you're not going anywhere whatever yeah. it is but it does require us to sort of figure out how to slow down enough to check yeah. in with ourselves and say what is it what do I feel? What do I need?
0: Right. And I think it goes back to a scarcity mindset too. When you, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people have fear or they're going to leave me or because it may be from childhood wounds, mm-hmm. um, that, oh, they're going to leave me. I have to like latch on harder and then you get, and then it just, yeah. so talk about that.
1: So there, there's several really good books. Um, probably my favorite and especially when it comes to like dating and relationships is called attached. I never remember the author, but okay, attached. You, yeah, I'll send you the link. But when it comes yeah. to sort of childhood wounds, and we all have that, yeah. like our primary caregiver, you know, the relationship with our parents or whoever was our primary caregiver in childhood, really sort of sets a foundation for like our attachment style. So maybe roughly half of us have a secure attachment, which sort of means like I want to be connected to people but I also recognize like, I'll be okay if they leave me. Right. And then the rest of us have some combination of either anxious <laughs> attachment, yes. I wanna be connected, I really need to be connected, and please don't ever leave me. Right. Um, and so you get that that sort of, there's a little push pull, but mostly it's kind of like, how do I kind of pull you back in, Yeah. whatever I have to do to stay close. And then there's more avoidant, which is basically um, because we are all wired for connection, there is an unconscious need for connection because yeah. that's how we function as people, But then you have an avoidant attachment style, which is sort of like come close, get away, come close. Like the closer people get Mm. to you, the more you push them away. And and people do that in a variety of different ways. But understanding your attachment style can be huge in terms of dating and relationships and helping you to really regulate yourself and understand what's my stuff Mm -hmm. and what's the dynamic between me and this person or like what's going wrong in their relationship.
0: Right. And I think so too, because it comes back to tools, right? So Mm -hmm. having the tools and not knowing, so, so, so maybe somebody that you're dating that I was dating some guy and they didn't have the tools because he was never taught from different generations. So that's another thing is, you know, Knowing like okay, I have the tools or I don't have the tools. Like how do I reach out to have better tools? Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do I reach out? Because some people especially with men, they're tr- like no emotions. Like don't cry, don't yeah. you know, don't show anything. But then they're going to go through their entire lives, you know, without having that really true connection with someone um, yeah. who's willing to to do that. Right?
1: And, yeah, and and it becomes a struggle because they. You know, I always say, I'm like, men want the same thing that we do. Everybody, we all want intimacy. We all yeah. want to feel emotionally safe with another person, um, ideally with multiple other people, not just in our romantic relationships. Right. Um, and so it, understanding that and sort of recognizing that. And I think recognizing that that is not just a family dynamic, but that's a, a social or cultural dynamic. And so that means that as women, we also project that into our relationship. That's true too. And so paying attention to, I get a lot of, you know, I talk to a lot of single women and we'll talk about like, Oh, I want a guy who's like sensitive and he's emotionally aware and this and yeah. that. And then when that same man sort of expresses some emotion that rubs her the wrong way, it's like, well, you know, I need a man who's going to be a man. Well,
0: the whole place, right? Like, yeah, having
1: feelings doesn't make him not a man. Right. And second of all, if you want somebody who's going to be able to be attentive to your needs and your feelings, then that means he has to have a certain level of emotional awareness about himself. Right. That's a requirement in order to be attuned to anybody else's feelings. Exactly. And he, and as women, we have to learn how to make space for that. Right. Um, and it's unfamiliar. So it's not sort of like, Oh, women are doing a bad job. It's just that just as it's unfamiliar for men to learn how to express feelings, it's unfamiliar for a lot of women to be in partnership and in a space with a man who is expressing emotion and and knowing how to respond to that we do it really well with our girlfriends a lot of times but we don't do it really well with our partners you know
0: that's actually a really good point I do want to bring up because sometimes you know you feel more comfortable with your friends right and then you have like oh like everything's fine there's not this sort of pressure Mm -hmm. right and then you get into this relation and you're like or not even a relationship where you're dating and then you're just like verbal vomit like What is the, 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 what is the shift or how can we fix that where it's, it's just bringing back that human aspect. Like, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just a date. You're just meeting this person. Yeah. So like, what would you suggest?
1: So I think it's, it's two things that you've already mentioned. So one is the scarcity mindset, right? And so really having to work hard at challenging that. And you know, I do the same thing with negative self talk, which is going, whose voice is that? It's not really your voice that says, they're not enough men, or I'm never going to find anybody, or right. I'm not good You're enough. You're too old, or, yeah. you got too much baggage. Right, like figure out whose voice is right. in your head that's telling you that, uh-huh. and then really you can begin to challenge it and sort of be like, oh, that's that old soundtrack from my mom, from society, from my ex, whoever's right. voice it is that's sort of holding you back so that you can change that mindset. Because what happens is, you know, if if I show up, and it, I think this is the only restaurant in town... right then they can, I'm nervous, they can sense it, and they can smell me, (laughs) and they can serve me anything they want, and like, even if I don't like it, I'm going to take it, and like, I'm going to overcompensate, because I'm like, don't kick me out, don't not cook, because I think this is my only option, versus walking in and going, there's 50 million other places I could go, and I'm just going to see what it's like here, and do I like it, and do they like me, you know, and can we kind of work together? The other side of it is the patience piece, which mm. sort of is an extension of the scarcity, yeah. is yes. that sense of you wanna go from first date to some sort of deep emotional connection. that's just not realistic. Like right. dating is, it's a process. Like building any other relationship and whether that happens over the course of like three or four weeks or mm. three or four months, right, doesn't, Definitely. like there's not a magic time period. It's really about sort of giving enough space though when you meet with some meet somebody for the first time to develop and kind of let your nap natu- your whole self come out and your yeah. whole self come out and then decide is this really working?
0: Well, that's true because it's like a, the Chris Farley movie, like you know his little pet. He's like, "Come at yeah. the, the sale, right? You know, it checks off all the boxes. You're like, okay, this is it. I'm done. Like this yeah. person is the jam, and then and then you just verbal vomit everywhere, right? Yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. So just remember. When you go on these dates, it's just be human. Just don't yes. write a story that has not happened yet. Thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, a lot of that is also practicing being in the moment. So that's yeah. a, that kind of gives people something good to work on. You know, you can do like mindfulness meditation. You can just have little that's like a have a little alarm on your phone as a way of practicing just being in the moment. That like kind of goes off and like yeah. random times during the day where it's like, okay, I'm in this moment, right? Like yeah. I am here with you. And the only thing I'm going to, I'm going to work really consciously at saying like, I'm just here with you right now. Right. So I'm paying attention to like the camera and what you're saying and you know, what's it like in the room and the other sounds and then learning how to like you practice it so you can take it with you into other settings, especially in dating. So you're on the date and it's not, you know, I wonder what his mom is like, like, no. Like just be here, like, just, just listen yeah. to that conversation. This feels good. This feels good. Yeah. I like it. Oh, I like it's, his smile. Yeah, he's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just stay engaged in that one moment and and trust that there is a natural process that will evolve for you. Right,
0: right. And then they say, like, well, they didn't call. So this is interesting. So when you go on these dates, and, and now since you know society, like I said before, is everyone's mm-hmm. like, I need this now, 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 now. Yeah. Why haven't they called me? Why haven't they texted me back. It has been love it. Thanks Jessica. I <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, okay. I we went on this great date or you know yeah. and or we're talking and I you know whatever and they, you don't hear from them. Right? But that doesn't mean that I mean, what do you think? Like is there a time frame like by the third day like it's,
1: it's debatable. It means it's so debatable. It yeah. means totally different things for lots of different people and I'm big on as she said like don't get wrapped up in a story. Right. Ask the question. And, and also be upfront about what your needs are. And that doesn't mean being on a first date and being like, I expect to hear from you every single day. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's not, that's, that's aggressive. That's <laughs> aggressive. But, <laughs> that's aggressive. Yeah, but like you can say, I, you know, I tend to be like a very communicative person. And so like one of my pet peeves is kind of like reach, you know, calling or texting people and not hearing back from them for a really long time. And, yeah. and you can set it up in a way that it's like, yeah, like I have one friend and she's just terrible about it. We're like always kind of in this, like trying to find like the sweet spot. Uh, Cause yeah. she's not really, she hates texting, but like, I will text her all day and like, right. so that you can kind of give a little bit of space, but you're also letting that person know like, Hey, this is a thing that really matters to me right. And and vice versa. Like, you know, for men it's like, if you like for a woman to call you, or you like yeah. to have certain, or you're you know that you were terrible about checking texts, but you're you check your email all day at work, like right. communicating that kind of stuff, so that you come at it from the same place of being like, okay, I understand what you like, and you understand right. what I like, and then we know whether or not this is going to be compatible. Like, am I willing to stretch a little bit or not?
0: Right, exactly, because that comes down to just having that conversation. I think people are afraid. Well, if I say that they're not going to like me anymore. If I push Correct. too far, they're not going to like me right. anymore. But
1: do you like be the same way you would talk to your friend or your sister or your mother or, you know, no your boss or whoever. Like just be yes. respectful and compassionate. Yeah. And quite frankly, if you know, like I I am a big communicator person. Like if I'm yeah. in a relationship with people, even though I'm terrible about like calling people regularly, oh, I like to hear from people all the time. Yeah. So, like, so I like yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <related> to text. <laughs> I do. I totally like
1: to text. I hate I talking that. on the phone, but I also want to like, I'm like, that's me and my quirky, whatever. Yeah. But i worked it out with my friends and, yeah. and being able to say like, well, I'm probably not, it's going to be difficult for me to cultivate a friendship with somebody yeah. who's like, I mm-hmm. never respond to text messages. Whoa. Whoa! yeah, I mean we're I probably, been, and like it's probably better to just know that on the front end because then I don't make up a story that you don't like me Right, you don't make up a story that like I never want to talk on the phone right. like, or They're mad know. at
0: me. I have that. I mean yeah. I've been for people that know me I mean I have not I've been working on this huge of uh, Release on Wednesday and so people are like we're Django like she's yeah. gone. I mean it's not that I'm mad at anybody I'm just hyper focused yeah. on you know Bringing out the take charge audit that's coming on Wednesday. (laughs) So stay tuned for Wednesday. Wednesday. It's going to be good. Um, On Thursday, all you'll be back to all your friends. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and everyone can you know chat with me (laughs) and you can text me. I'll be available.
1: (laughs) But I think but that's another really good example of of really where communication plays a role is just just being upfront. Yeah. Hey, like I i like, am busy working. Right, it's not I've that been, I don't
0: like, you know, I didn't want right. to, but I just, now I'm good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, but people will tell stories like, well, they're not talking to me. They don't like me. and they'll create the story in their head, which isn't even true. Yeah. You know, I'm just focused, you know, focused. And it, I'm just as, I'm just in general, but I'm just saying that's how
1: it is. It is. And then learning how to also recognize when you're making a story and starting the conversation from there, because what happens is we make the story in our head. And then the next time we see that person, we talk to that person we treat them as if the story is real and they don't know what the story in our head is.
0: Exactly. And so now
1: they're like defensive or upset or their feelings get hurt and you've completely missed each other and it can snowball really quickly versus going, okay, so I haven't heard from you in three days. Yeah. The story in my head is that I totally misread our first date. You really didn't like me that much. Um, and so like I'm just checking in. Like it's if that's the case, then that's cool. Like I would just appreciate you like letting me know and then I can move on. Right. And if it's something else, like then let me know so like I can respond appropriately. Yeah. And 99% of the time people will respond with, Oh, you know what, I had a really good time, you know, but I just didn't feel a romantic connection. Or I had a great time. And then I got home and you know whatever like I found out that like my dog was sick and then I had this project and I just kind of got wrapped up yeah or I had a great time and I just don't I was waiting for you to call me Yeah. or you whatever. know whatever yeah. but then now you can set again setting it very tactfully right. and very gently of saying like here's what's happening for me I just want to be clear and the majority of people will, will clarify for right. you and if they don't and this is key, yeah, key. if they don't then you didn't lose anything. Right. You know, if you like to hear from people, if you want to date somebody who wants to go out two or three yeah. times a week and yeah. this person, you know, calls you every 10 to 12 days yeah, to that's not make plans, work. then yeah, it's, it's not going to work. And so that means that you didn't lose anything. And I think uh-huh. that mindset of like, well, what if they don't like me anymore?
0: Yeah. Well, and, but, and then there's no other guy that's going
1: to fill right. those shoes and, and I, I don't know what I'm going to yeah. do. And I sort of yeah. challenged it like, but do you like him yeah. or do you like the idea of him? Because he, right. maybe he's actually not a person that you like that much. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, because it, it goes back to that scar- scarcity mindset, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, in the, I'm 40 and I'm, you know, a single mom. So there's also this, oh, and everyone wants to say, oh, well, you know, what's going with you? And the, these guys, you know, your age are dating younger women now. And so like, now you have this whole thing. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> there's,
1: of, there's plenty of guys don't. that are going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to be like, Gen chick. She's amazing. Oh,
0: yeah. I love yeah. you. No, but that's but that's the thing is that uh, you guys are getting deep today. Drop, now, you know, that's right, Eve. You know? Boom. Um, but that's, that's the thing is that if we could shift women's mindset because then it comes back to uh, self-reflection and self-esteem. Yes. Because if you're thinking, okay, I'm 40, I you know, and a single mom and, you know, I'm working and I'm doing all these things. I know I'm not going to find a quality guy because they're dating younger people. I hear this. All day long. Yeah. Yeah, all day long. And I'm like, no, sisters, you need to switch that mindset into I am good with who I am, right? Yeah. And i you know, I know my boo's out there, it just hasn't come yet. <laughs> right, okay. Like we'll
1: find each other. Like, and, we'll find each other. I'm not worried about it. And you know, I I tend to have the philosophy of like what's for you is for you. Like, exactly. The guy yeah. who is, you know, forty-five and dating twenty-five year old is not for um, you. He's he's not gonna be the right partner for you because what he's looking for and what you're looking for in terms of a Relationship are different right so it doesn't matter how many of those guys are out there because those guys were never going to be your guy
0: Right, and that's They're actually nev- a that's, really good yeah. point because and then it's actually though But there's also those guys. I'm in women too. Like it's just I'm not a one side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely side will say okay. I this is what I'm looking for Right? If they are looking to have a relationship or like, no, I'm not looking for a relationship. I just, you know, I want to date, mm. right? You can't get upset about it. Like, right. You can't sit there and say, well, he said this to me or she said this to me. Uh, she must really like just me. And then, right. Then that's not right. the
1: case. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is why we, like, also, like it's Amanda. also like revisiting conversations. Yeah. Like you might've met and started going on a few dates yeah. and it was like, no, I don't want anything serious. I don't want anything serious either. Well, you know, if you're four weeks, six weeks, however long, like you've gone on a lot of dates and now you've sort of said some things to each other and it feels like maybe this is moving in the direction of something right. more serious, just ask. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I know we kind of started from this place of like really being casual. So it feels like it's been a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how are you feeling? Right. Where, where are you at? Or if you're clear about what, like, mom, you know what? Right. When we met, it was cool that, like, you know, you were seeing other people, I was seeing other people, but, you know, honestly, like, I've reached a place where, like, I'd kind of like to only be seeing you. Right. And let them answer. And I get it. It's hard. None of us like rejection. No. But you know what's harder? Knowing in your heart that you want to be in an exclusive relationship, and, and they do not, and <laughs> they do not, and pretending that that's not happening, so you continue to invest your time and, and your energy, and your want, yeah, and yeah, your heart, who in somebody who does not want the same things
0: as you. Yeah, they don't want you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Yes. Drop in knowledge. Uh, that's right. Eve, I did. So I'm going to talk about. Oh, let's talk about marriage and intimacy. So dating, because we, you know. We talk a lot about singles and dating but you're always should be dating when you're married and so what are the common things that maybe you hear from clients um, that how to keep the marriage you know spicy or a long-term relationship for that man you don't how to do marriage, but if you're with someone for you know 10 20 years like how do you keep that intimacy and that spice spice it it up
1: keep it spicy
0: spicy (laughs)
1: um well so I actually wrote a book about date night um, with date night ideas called the Date Deck. Oh yeah!
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, Date Deck. The Date Deck.
1: deck. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those places. But you know, I I'm a big proponent of date night, and I always tell people like you don't have to call it date night. I I do meet people for guys especially. I don't know what the deal is like that somehow date night feels like this obligation and this thing they have to do. Like date night should be fun. Yeah. Whether you're single or in a relationship date night should be, be a chore. Right. It <laughs> should always be a fun thing. And like, it doesn't have to be, you know, candles and, and music and like this whole, I, overly, mean, awesome. I mean, that's <laughs> make time for those dates <laughs> yeah. as well. But you know what? Maybe it's going to, maybe it's going to a dance game. Maybe it's going on a picnic. Maybe it's, you know, I if like you've got kids, those. like yeah. put your kids to bed early one night and like cooking dinner together and like watching that. Like, but it's really about setting aside intentional time to have, Fun and affection with your partner yeah whatever that means whatever that works but I think we need to be intentional about creating space for fun and like just pleasure in relationships and the longer you're together the easier it is to stop doing that and then feeling like why aren't we connected? why right. don't I feel as close to you why is this not as much fun well fun takes intention yeah and to make we, the time yeah we forget that in the beginning of a relationship it doesn't feel like we're mm-hmm. being intentional but the tr- dating is intentional You ask a person out, you make plans, you do these things, and then it's fun. And once you're together, you have to continue to do those things. Yeah, and
0: continue. Like date night, like, perfect example, we want to give a shout-out to Dolce Vita and Fairfax. This is a place to go for a hot date night. We love them. Oh, my God, they're so (laughs) awesome. But, yeah, I mean, but think about that. So, Dolce Vita, Fairfax. Yeah, I will make sure to include it. I'll fantastic wait. date night. Yes, fantastic date night. You can come here, yeah. get some wine, get some amazing Italian food. I love it. Yeah, I love me some Italians. Oh. Yeah, Italian. Food. Yeah, all it, it, of All All, all, <laughs> all the <laughs> things
1: that are Italian. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Amen. Oh, so, but um, so can we get some tips that you know that that we can take so people think, well, what should we do for a date night? Like, what are you know specific. Things that um, can remind or build this intimacy. Yeah, we're going on a date, we can go to the Nats games, those kind of things, but is
1: there any kind of small things that people can do? Absolutely. Um, so, first of all, set time aside. I, you know, I know scheduling, it sounds like, oh, it's not sexy. It's it can Saturday absolutely night. be pizza sexy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pizza and wine is a great thing. It's, yes. yes. it's like the best yeah. world well, for me. Yeah, me too. I love things.
0: it. This piece is amazing. Yes.
1: Yes. yes yeah no, hike
0: no. oh yeah eve that's a hike. great idea I love, hike. I love that
1: i love outdoor activities great so falls hiking. yes
0: great falls is nice billy um, goat trails and malls and- oh yeah i haven't done that in a long time i know me either but i'd still walk it i always still
1: yeah, I and I always it. tell people, like, if you live in the D.C. area, like, yeah. this is, like, the best city for going to museums. The museums are all free, and they're amazing. I know. You know, go see go see the new presidential portraits. Yeah. Go. Um, Portrait Gallery is one of my favorite places. Like, yeah. this gorgeous courtyard, and it's, like, it's free. You look at some paintings. You go, like, you yeah. literally can just get, like, a cup of tea and, like, sit in this courtyard, and it's pretty.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I love the art. I'm a big into art. And so one of our buddies, um, Sandro, has our tech house, so it's interactive uh, yeah. art. Have you been? I have not been um, Oh, I've heard, awesome. I hear it's awesome. Yeah. Talk about hot date night. Yeah. And they just had a new one open. I gotta, I gotta go there. Yeah.
1: But I think figuring out like, what do you just, again, you're together. You should know what each other likes, but also your tastes and your interests evolve. And so it's also a great opportunity. Date night is not just like fun, mm-hmm. but there's actually really good research that says like date night is actually crucial to kind of sustaining a relationship right. because what it creates is opportunity for communication, right? intimacy, um, We are wired to like novelty. So the longer you're with somebody, the less like new they seem. Right. But if you go do new things together, it brings back that same Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So just go, you know, coming up with a list of things. Like what would you like to try? Yeah. Do a cooking class. Cooking class. Paint night. Hey. Paint night. I love the paint night. And I was, you know, and you can DIY most of those things, right? Like I love going to wineries, but frankly, I can get. I can pick up three bottles and you can pick up three bottles and we can taste wines at home by ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Like you come here, look at all the wine behind you, you can do wine tastings.
1: Yeah. You can taste some stuff here. Find some favorite things. Go home. Yeah. Um, What else? Oh, paint night. I love
0: paint night. I can't paint. It's not a talent.
1: I didn't get it, but it's fine. I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> but you do something creative. Different. It engages with a different part of your head. There's yeah. something. I think anything that also engages a lot of senses is a yeah. really good date. So, any, because, you know, we want dates that are sensual. So, right. anything that's involves Taste, smell, touch, sound. Going music. to listen to music. Yeah. Um, you know, paint at home. Yeah. Painting at home can get, like, really sexy. There's, yeah. like, really great. Love is art is a really great little, like, really? at-home kit. Yeah, you should oh, check that out. Oh, honey, I want to write that yeah. down. Yeah. Love is art. Yeah. You get oh. like a canvas, and you get some body paints. It's a whole thing. Ooh. But I'm like, that's a great, yes, thank like, you. <laughs> so if that's kind of your vibe, like right. go in that direction. That's if That is not your thing. Then maybe it's taking like you can do like a photography tour of that Yeah, like there's lots of ways to kind of just be creative and take the pressure off. It's not about you know. So a lot of times with couples that are seeing me in my office, and they're kind of like everything feels overwhelming because there's a lot we're working on. Yeah, I'm like okay. So everybody go home and you're going to write down 10 things that you sound like good, great dates to you on like that's little note cards and then put it in a jar and then pick it. <gasps> and then oh, once yes. a week you pick out a card and that's what we're doing this week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Saturday night, date night, Saturday night, date night. Yeah. That was one of the best advice my aunt ever gave me. She's like, yeah, always make time. Always date night. Every Saturday. She said, I don't care yeah. if you're home going that, just make it. Yeah. Just make it happen. She's been like 30 years.
1: Yeah. She's so smart. And I always tell people, date night doesn't have to be at night. Right. Be realistic about your schedules. Exactly. If you have four kids and on Saturday morning, they all go to, I don't know, Taekwondo. Right. Then on Saturday morning, you need to plan some morning dates. Like, because they're gone for, you know, whatever. And yes, you should watch them at Taekwondo, but you don't have to do it every week. It's fine. You know, like, (laughs) rotate with some other parents. Right. Don't get locked into it has to be Friday night or Saturday night, but like the concept of what it does need to be is really consistent. Right. Um, And just for everybody who's like single and dating, date yourself. Like you know what you like to do. Take your I mean, take yourself out. And even if you're not single, like I I mean, I do that very regularly. Where I'm just like, oh, I want to go on a date. I don't need another person, or like I. I do enjoy my lady yeah. dates. You know, yeah. I call call my yeah. girlfriends. I'm like, oh, let's I just go go saw this. Date. Yeah, like I just saw this great new restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, let's I go wanna here. Go I yeah. want to go there, and like, you know, and then we'll go look at art, or we'll go like yeah. dancing, or listen to music, or whatever.
0: Well, and I think so too. I mean, that's what I was doing this Barker research that I was doing for a dating mm-hmm. advisory board, right? I and mean, it was so amazing. It was, I mean, like how we saw this. Like one of the major things that was coming up was a okay. Well, I can't meet anyone anyway well we're gonna tell you how you meet somebody right now because we're gonna I'm gonna solve that problem for you right now (laughs) today how you do that is by being aware I think this is another thing get off your phone okay get off your phone and off
1: your couch and off
0: your couch out of your house and out of your house okay (laughs) write that down I had one woman that I talked to was brilliant Um, she said I do date nights." she's like I do not take out my phone I sit there and I was like." Oh, she's like I probably reached for it like six times and I had to stop myself because you're programmed to do that yeah. right because you're nervous or you don't want to, you know to be open but like this is the whole reason why you're dating right so you can meet these anyone anywhere it doesn't it's not gonna say yeah obviously uh, dating and heels events I mean clearly but clearly, clearly. <laughs> uh, but at the other time if you're just out and about in Starbucks and smile and be open and just say hello to people and then you'll be surprised like we always talk about just because you go on a date with someone doesn't mean it's a love connection. You could be friends with those people. Yeah. Right. Or they, they could like introduce have a, you. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look at Rita. Rita's. She went on one of her thirty-five dates in thirty-five days. Right. What thirty-two was? it? I think it was number thirty-two. Um, introduced her to her husband. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. mean, and you can do business with these people. I mean, there's, there's business, yeah. business, business deals at the dating of uh, dating and heels event, down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's really important. There's yeah. um, Matthew Hussey. Yes runs a lot of programs yeah. where it's a really good book, but you know, he talks about like how many new people do you meet right. a day, right? Like in a week, how many new people have you met? Because presumably, I mean, maybe, you know, your love connection is in your current social circle. The likelihood yeah. is that if they were, you would have already like hooked up. You would have connected. You, or I, you don't know because you're so hyper-focused. Right. You're and not aware of, your, not certain, aware. of exactly. your surroundings. Exactly. And so challenging yourself to say, I want to just meet new people. Right. Um, In particular, you know, if you're looking for men or women, I think you can focus in that way But not for dates not for love but just to get in the habit of meeting new people and you'd be amazed And I was if you're if you tend to be a little socially anxious um, Going to whether you drink or not go to go sit at the bar Mm -hmm. You know at the very beginning of happy hour or something like that. So it's not that busy bartenders are paid to be social and chat with you like it's easy. That's and a then good point. It's good practice for you to like have conversation yes. and keep your phone away and get more comfortable in those settings. And those are easy people, you know. When yeah. you go get your coffee, chat up the barista. Like, yeah. I
0: do, I love them. I, yeah. I mean they're stuff like here, Jen. Oh yeah, that's a Yeah, And the a, bonus but... is,
1: when you're having a really bad day, they, like, yeah there is nothing like I've literally gone into the cafe next to my office. Uh, just I would I had the flu and I was just kind of grumpy. And they put, like, a little note in my bag. They were like, Esther, you're the best. Feel better. Like, and it made my All whole day. But yeah. it's like, but that happens because every time I go in there, I'm like, hey, how are you? Exactly. You get to know people. And... How is it going? Exactly. What's new? Expand your community of connection, Mm -hmm. and you will find that um, everything about all the relationships in your life get better. Dating, friendships, business, all of that stuff.
0: All of it. It's all full circle. All (laughs) full circle. So, all right. Well, we have a few more minutes, so we want to wrap up. Um, So how does everybody get in touch with you?
1: So the easiest way is, um, well, so on social media, it's always, it's Esther B MFT. So that's E S T H E R B for Boykin yeah. MFT for marriage and family therapist. Um, and that's me like everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, okay. all over the place. Um, if you're interested in more information, the easiest place right now is the group therapy com. You can visit yep. that website. Um, Esther com is actually all the websites are slightly under construction. So come back in a week and yeah. everything will be like, Magic! I know. Right there with you. Super (laughs) excited about like all of the new designs. Shout out to Maisha, who's working on it it for me. Love her. Um, but yeah, grouptherapyassociates.com and you can find um, the practice online and on social media as well. Yeah,
0: and, and Esther's been on on so many shows. She's been on Good Morning <laughs> Washington, Fox Five, New York, and New York Times, Sirius XM, Bustle, Real Simple, Hitchmag, Red Book, and Glamour. Yeah. And I know I'm missing a bunch, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's awesome. I love it when they have me on. Always, yeah. yeah. It's super fun. Oh, and just good. like being on here. Like, I love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank Jen. you for I having me. It. We always have a good time. We do. Oh, but there's one more.
0: I forgot. Oh. Uh, one more question. Okay. Okay. So when dealing with heartbreak, how do you get over someone? Oh, so is- you're not stuck, you know, when you're like, cause you'll have this stuff, Like, ah, oh, I know I do. I have a tendency to say like, they're horrible, they're this, they're that, blah, blah, blah. blah. Because then I'm trying to get them out of my head. Yeah. Right? When they're really not, it's just because they're... just, you're just like, If, this, if like, I can convince myself that they're, convince they're the worst person... Them, then I'll be fine. Then everything
1: will be fine. <laughs> right? so, exactly. So I have two pieces of advice for that. First is just be compassionate with yourself. Like, yeah. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be like, I need to let it go and get over it, and I need to be whatever it is, yeah. whatever story it is. Like, You can be heartbroken and it sucks and it's painful and we cry and we're moody and it's terrible we eat a lot of thin mints oh, take down yeah, the sleeve yeah about three seconds, mints, maybe an ice cream sundae yeah or possibly a, a pizza whatever yeah, yeah it's fine <laughs> clearly we clearly the two of us like to cope with food yeah. you know for other people it might be other things it might be you know and I, you know you don't want to go crazy and kind of like ruin your life but right giving no. your giving yourself permission to to, to grieve and to be in that space um but my number one piece of that advice around just moving on and letting go of relationships is that the key is not learning how to love other people less. It is learning how to love yourself more.
0: I love that. That is a tweetable moment. Thank yeah. you. There's a pen drop on that. No <laughs> mic today. No mic today. <laughs> I got a pen. Here we go. Here we go.
1: But yeah, I, I think when we make that shift in our minds then. And you can stop sort of having this like kind of argument with yourself. No, he's terrible. No, he's not. No, he's ter-. yes. You know what? They were great. But they were great. It just I, didn't I, work but out. But I deserve yeah X Y Z and therefore someone just, that has a soul. No excuse. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> if, if if that's the issue, possibly. <laughs> but whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love it.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. I think that's about it. All right. Yeah. I think we're good. Sounds good. I'll see you next time when you're back on the best damn lunch and learn ever. You can have me for lunch anytime. Nice, darling. Give a date lunch. Uh, So make sure you go and follow Esther on all of her social media handles. Make sure if you like this episode, share with your friends, and we will see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. All right, and thank you again um, to Dolce Vita for having us for lunch now. Don't forget, if you want um, a disco free app, we have Dating in Heels. Um, are we doing Megan dating and heels? Yeah. Dating and heels, um, app. So free app here. Come here. Amen. Esther. <laughs> All right. Um, so make sure you come on to, over to Fairfax and uh, get amazing pizza. Cause that's what I'm
1: about to have for lunch.
0: Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: fantastic pizza and come back later. They have an outstanding wine collection. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. as you can see, there's yeah.
1: plethora. Yeah. And they've gotten a number of like Fantastic bottles over here. So, yeah. <laughs> I love
0: it. All right guys. Have a great day. Bye. All right. See ya. Bye